Hello, this is Get Up and Grow Girl, a podcast for ambitious go-getters who just want to be their best damn selves. We have all the tools and together we're going to learn how to use them because I'm going to speak to a variety of experts in fitness, business, mindset and more because successful people are made and not born. So get up and grow, girl. Grow girls slash hopeless romantics. Are there any of you out there like me? Because I'm both. I am both. I am obsessed with growth, committed to personal growth. And that is one of my biggest priorities. But I'm still also a hopeless romantic. And one of my other main goals is to settle down one day, to fall in love, to have a family, and all of that stuff. The thing is, throughout my growth years and the last few years of being in my 20s and dating and having breakups and falling in love and falling out of love, I've learned a lot. And I've started to recognise just recently that perhaps the change in the way that we live, the change in the way that we think, is also going to affect the way that we have relationships. Self-love, self-care, all of these things are becoming trends, but they weren't necessarily ways of thinking in the past. I don't believe by any sense that these are passing trends. I think they're here to stick around. And this is more the way we've evolved as a society to view our lives. We recognise that old ways of living and old priorities perhaps don't work for us anymore. It's something I've spoken about a lot with friends because coming from an Asian background, I'm personally not traditional and my family really isn't very traditional either. But I still recognise elements of the culture Uh, within my wider family, even if not within my immediate family. And it's a common thing that you should put family first, you have obligations to do certain things and to act in certain ways around your family. Traditionally speaking, the woman would move in with the in-laws, she would become their carer, she would look after them, and put them, her husband, her children before herself. Now this school of thought has become very outdated and most of us recognise now, especially when you're in the self-development community, the importance of putting yourself first is not about being selfish. It's about actually being better equipped to look after other people. Increasingly, we now endorse this school of thought that if you don't look after yourself first, you are not in a place to give to others. When you're conflicted, when you're stressed, when you're run down, when you're unhappy, you cannot give to others in the best way. Whereas when you're peaceful, when you're living in alignment, when you're healthy inside and out, that's when you can really give to others. Traditionally speaking, I'm sure it's not just Asian backgrounds, but our older generations used to live more this way, where it was about should and what is socially acceptable and the way you should behave. But that leads to a lot of living by other people's values, which I've openly spoken about on here, on this podcast, about how it's not helpful for us. So I now view how relationships used to be as somewhat codependent. Codependency is a really, really interesting topic and one that I've read a few books on in my quest to read as many self-development books as possible. The New Codependency by Melody Beattie is one of the main ones I've mentioned and if you haven't read it, give it a go. The cover, it looks like it's about drugs or alcoholism and whenever I've read it on the tube or something, I've always been a bit like, oh my god, this is a bit awkward. But it's actually... It goes deeper than that and it's really about how we interact with each other and I think 
as a generation, as a society, we have all exhibited elements of codependency because I genuinely think that what is now known as codependency has previously been the norm. So it's this idea that relationships should complete you. You hear people saying, you complete me and that's why I want to be with you. I can't live without you and that's why I want to be with you. Life without you is a life not worth living. Quotes that, as a hopeless romantic, I will sob at when watching a rom-com. I will have tissues everywhere. I will be like, oh God, I just want to meet my whoever. Um, Just want to meet my husband. (laughs) But, But then when I think about it a little bit more, it doesn't make sense and it actually goes against everything I believe in because I spent years unlearning what I thought from my first couple of relationships which is that that's how I should feel and that's how I did feel and actually it made it very painful to get one out of that relationship but two being in it wasn't smooth because as long as I was in that relationship when I was on my own physically I wasn't happy I felt like half a human because that other person was not there now when I've been dating I feel complete by myself But this has led me to think, what is love in the age of personal growth? Because now we kind of have this idea that we need to be complete before we meet someone. I know that I felt this way, that being single now, I've always said, oh, I don't want to get in a relationship now until I'm ready to settle down. And I think that's something we all say. But by ready, what I mean is I've become who I want to be and now I can settle down. But the thing is, growth never stops. The more I grow, the more I realise that. I've got places I want to go right now. I've got goals I want to achieve. But once I get to those, there will be new ones. And if there weren't, life would be boring. I've realised it's growth that makes life exciting. And perhaps the reason this was different in the past is because there wasn't as much opportunity available to us. In previous generations, it's common to hear stories of You went to school, you went to uni, you met somebody at uni, and then once you graduated, you got married, or the few years after that, once you've got your career sorted. But now there's so much we can do. We can travel the world way more easily than we could have in the past. We can start living our dreams. Our basic needs are taken care of. We don't have to worry so much about our basic needs of having shelter, having food. Of course, there are still people that do have to fight for this stuff. But as a society, we're lucky that more and more of our basic needs are taken care of as a standard, living in the affluent society that we do live in. So we graduate to new needs. And that's one of the reasons that personal growth has become so sought after, because we have the privilege of being able to seek to improve ourselves because we're not seeking to purely survive. So now we can pursue our passions, we can start businesses. There is always a new challenge. So in a sense, when does that right time hit? I've been in situations since I've been single where I've been dating someone. I've had feelings for them. But a part of me doesn't want to commit to a relationship because that makes me feel like I'll be putting my growth second. And growth is important to me. Like by sharing your life with somebody, it means you no longer put yourself first. And therefore you're not prioritising that self-care. It's even things like, well, if I'm in a relationship, I'm not going to spend as much time on my business and my growth. And not even in the sense of, oh, they they won't allow me to, but there's some sort of distraction there, a significant other that you want to put your time into. So you're not going to put as much time into sat at home on a Saturday night 
learning to be alone, exploring your thoughts, reading self-development books, because you have someone who you'd like to spend time with. But I know this can't be the case. I know there are so many people who are in relationships and who are growth-minded and growing and getting to where they want to be. So what does it mean for relationships? I'm thinking that maybe relationships in this day and age have to be about growing together. They really do have to be a choice. Because we're not looking for that person to complete us. It's not a need anymore. It's a want. But equally, if we are continuously growing and continuously seeking out change to grow, that means we could also grow apart more easily. And how do you ensure that you grow together while still doing what you want to do? These are all questions I don't have the answers to. I just, this has just been something that's that's been on my mind for a while. And I wanted to voice it and see if I could clarify my own thoughts through this podcast. And also if anybody else would associate with it. So I guess relationships have to be about being prepared for change, knowing there will be change and deciding that your relationship is going to evolve and adapt. Probably dynamics will change. And so will the way things are done. Alternatively, maybe permanent relationships don't fit into this new mindset of keep fresh, keep growing, keep changing your environment. But I really hope that's not the case. And as I've said today in a quote I put on Instagram about growth being painful and how when we're growing, we feel so uncertain, we make decisions and sometimes we have no idea if that's the right thing and we sit there in this dissonance and this conflict thinking, have I done the right thing? Am I moving in the right direction? Am I growing? But the fact that you're feeling that discomfort and that uncertainty is a sign that you're out of your comfort zone, you're exploring new things, and therefore you are growing. So not knowing the answer to this question yet, I know is just a part of the process. And I'm I'm holding on to hope that one day I'm going to look back at this with my hubs, my hubby and my little kids and be like, I figured out the answer and it was just a part of my growth. So I hope that I haven't spooked anyone by exploring this topic and I hope it's just a, just an explorative conversation, some critical thought and if anything a lesson about growth mindset. In my gut I think that's the answer that it's about what we look for in a partner and if you are a grow girl and you're growth minded then it's about recognizing that we need to seek in a partner that same growth mindset because then no matter how different we are, no matter how we grow in different directions, hopefully we'll still share that one mindset of adapting, evolving and being willing to make things work. Let's leave it on that hopeful note. Until next time, Grow Girls, goodbye.